Welcome back to Reverse to Revamp. If you're new here, my name's Lydia. I'm the host of this show, and in this episode, we're diving into the key components of personal development, self-discipline, motivation, consistency. We'll explore the strategies, insights, and practical tips for cultivating self-discipline, finding motivation, and maintaining consistency in pursuit of your goals. This episode is the key to evolving as a human being, and I had a couple different people ask me about doing an episode on this specific topic, and so I'm beyond excited to dive in here, and I wanted to know thank you to those individuals for giving me some insight on some topics. If you are a listener and have a specific topic you would love to hear me touch on and dive into a little deeper, then definitely don't hesitate to give reverse or vamp a DM, email us, whatever you prefer. You can even use the question box in Spotify's like chat in the description. I don't think Apple has an option for that, but yeah, whatever suits you best. I'd love to hear your feedback. And let's just dive into the episode and starting off with what self-discipline is. Self-discipline is the ability to control one's thoughts, actions, and behaviors in order to achieve a specific goal or desired outcome. It involves making conscious choices that align with your long-term objectives, even when faced with distractions, temptations, or short-term gratification. Self-discipline is about having the willpower to resist immediate impulses and stay committed to a course of action that requires effort and consistency. In essence, self-discipline involves practicing delayed gratification and making decisions that serve your higher goals and values. It requires setting priorities, creating routines, and sticking to the commitments, even when you're faced with those challenges and setbacks. Self-discipline is a fundamental aspect of personal development and it enables an individual to overcome obstacles, build, build positive habits, and ultimately achieve success in various areas of life, including health, career, relationships, and personal growth. So what I'm going to say is realizing self-awareness is the first step to unlocking your potential. The next step is going to be the action you take following this episode, so I'd recommend opening up your notes app or a piece of paper to jot down some takeaways and aha moments from this episode to help you begin your journey. Now I'm going to go into steps. I have eight steps for this whole process, and so step number one is uncovering the blocks to transformation. There's a deep necessity for introspection and quiet reflection to identify the barriers that are blocking our growth. You have to get clear with yourself and be really quiet. We need to discover what's the underlying reason that's holding you back from becoming the person you want to be. Because when we get quiet, we can reflect on what's making us not feel worthy of living that life. Why do we feel like we can't show up for ourselves? Uh, day in and day out, what's holding us back. And clearing out the space makes room for new energy to come in. So does that make sense? You can't like build blocks on top of each other. You have to have a clean foundation to then build a sturdy foundation. So 
I really don't want you to just hear this information through one ear and out the other. I want you to apply this and really answer these questions from an open heart and a safe space. You can do this through journaling because ultimately, if we don't clear out the negative energy, we can't hold space for that positive change. So again, like I said, get quiet with yourself and really ask yourself what's holding you back. So step number two. Get clear on your bigger reason why you want to do these healthy habits. Beyond, yes, you will start to look great, but ultimately, how do you want to feel? How do you want to show up for others? Are you preventing diseases that the majority end up facing? We have to disassociate ourselves with what people call normal because, quite frankly, a lot of it is unhealthy. And I'm not saying that out of an orthorexic standpoint, but we have to challenge the normal and take a look at the population. Everyone is miserable, tired, and sick. Everyone partakes in unhealthy habits that suck the life out of your soul. This should not be our normal. Our society has become so disassociated that sometimes those around us who feel threatened by us changing will try and bring us back down to their threshold. Only because it's challenging their own beliefs and lack of self-discipline. And so that is not fair to ourselves because we owe it to ourselves to show up for us and be the healthiest happiest version of us ask yourself why do i deserve a healthy happy life and keep telling yourself that you deserve that every time you feel like you're falling off track because it can be very tricky to transition to who you want to be because you literally have to shed who you used to be you have to have a death and rebirth we are pretty much clearing out the old version of ourselves to build a new identity. And anyone is capable of doing this. You just have to put your mind to it. So that leads me to step number three, the journey to self-love and transformation. Step into the shoes of who you want to be and show up as how they would act. When I'm confused about something, I ask myself, how would she act? What would she do? How can I be disciplined in this moment to get satisfaction down the line? Unhealthy habits provide you with short-term satisfaction, but how do you feel after? Look, I've struggled with binge eating and I think that's something a lot of people struggle with and it's often emotional. But after I'd participate in that negative act, sure, it felt good in the moment, but after you feel terrible. I was always so hard on myself for doing that ended up hating myself more and I mean someone who binges is most likely someone who doesn't love themselves and I used to hate when people told me to love myself because I simply couldn't find ways to do that because my habits kept reaffirming my negative emotions that I was experiencing so it was a constant cycle so you have to break out of that cycle to realize that yeah you can love yourself but you have to keep trying because my excuse used to be I'll love myself when I get to the goal but that is never sustainable I know you've probably heard that before but it's really not when you practice self-love you realize that you are worthy of showing up for yourself and the sacrifice you make short term on a day you don't feel like it to get satisfaction satisfaction long term is because you love yourself and you show up for yourself. When you show up for yourself every single day, it builds your confidence. 
You really have to take it day by day because all the little things add up to your goal. So for example, if you want to be fit and have muscle, you can't expect that to become true. If Even if you go really hard for once or even twice a day for only a week, that's not long enough to see long-term change. But when you show up day in and day out for, let's say your schedule is four days a week and it's been four months, then you will see change. I know those are just random numbers, but we also have to remember that when you miss like one day here and there to never, ever, ever beat ourselves up for it, rather go back to step one and reflect on what caused us to fall off track and so we don't make that mistake again. We learn from our mistakes and failures and that is what makes us strong because realistically, when you show up consistently and miss a couple days over a 100-day period, it's really not going to matter because that one day you missed is insignificant and is not worth your energy to be negative about. So speaking of negative and positive energy, long-term change can only be sustained through positive action because I've tried both. And when you come at it from a negative viewpoint, it simply does not work. The action in a negative way will reflect so. So most likely that mistake will keep happening over and over. And that is why your desired goal has not manifested. So understand that self-love isn't instantaneous and it requires continuous effort and to not wait for your goals to be achieved to love yourself. So I encourage you to detach self-love from reaching external milestones and embrace self-compassion in the present moment. Step number four, embracing the process of transformation. It's a challenging process of shedding old identities to become the person you aspire to be, but I can assure you it is so beyond worth it because gaining discipline does not happen overnight. You have to accept that this will take time and it will be hard and that you need to overcome what's holding you back from change. There's never a perfect time to start because the later you start, the later you will get there. So step into the shoes of your desired self and start acting as they would. Step number five, the power of consistency. Daily habits and routine is the key to self-discipline. Once you get over the hump, these habits become routine and form your identity. You don't have to think about showing up every day. It's a part of you and therefore that is your normal. For example, I do breath work every single day because it's a part of me. It's what I do and who I am. It's routine and it's what I love to do. Even half a year ago, that was not my schedule. But once I implemented the habit every single morning, it became routine and now I crave it and it's really weird if I miss it. So it becomes easier. Trust me. I've also heard people recommend the book Atomic Habits for a deeper insight to building these positive habits. Step number six, embracing the journey of overcoming resistance. So when I consciously started to practice self-discipline back when I was in high school, I was committed to getting in shape. I did grow up a dancer and then did track for a couple years during the spring, but those two no longer were serving me and I needed to find a way to work out to reach my goal. And so my structure involved working out every single day that there 
would have been track practice if I had signed up that year. Um, if that makes sense. So following that structure made it impossible to have an excuse because every day that there would have been track, that was a day that I was committed to working out instead. What I'm trying to say here is you need to pick a schedule that's realistic for you and show up every single day. For example, if working out was or getting in shape was your goal, you can say, I want to make it a goal to work out two times a week or even four times. And then you can always add days from there because once you met that goal, you can add and you're not letting yourself down on something that you overpromised yourself for and you can't actually fulfill in that moment. It's going to diminish your confidence because you're not even able to hold a promise to even yourself. So the value of picking a realistic schedule for habits is key. Showing up on a daily basis as it builds routine and forms new habits that become a part of your new identity. I also wanted to add a side note tip that if working out consistently is your goal, I absolutely love going to physical classes. I used to never do this and mostly because I used to think that these classes were a little expensive and they, I mean, they can, they can definitely add up, but I fell in love. I mean, in love with ClassPass. It pretty much just takes a huge discount off what the normal class would be and you get to use credits for whatever your like monthly, I don't know, monthly subscription is. And so I've just literally been like loving surrounding myself with people who are also bettering themselves. I think that kind of holds you accountable when you're with a group of people. And then, like I said, again, when you have a physical class to go to, it makes you go. And specifically with ClassPass, they literally charge you like, I think $7 or something if you don't can't, if you cancel within 12 hours. So like you can't cancel right before the class, you have to commit to it. And I mean, 12 hours is enough to know like if your schedule has changed. But anyways, if you guys want to get a free trial and try it out, you can definitely use the code in the link of the show because it'll give you 20 extra bonus points on top of what they give you regularly. So I wish I had that when I signed up for the trial because they definitely give you a good amount of credits to try out for a couple weeks. But the extra 20 can give you a lot of wiggle room to be able to try literally any workout because you don't have to stress about using all your credits and you'd also support me. But anyways, love that. Just wanted to throw that in there. But moving to step number seven, progress and growth through consistency. Remember this motto, confidence through consistency. After you get in the rhythm of doing a particular habit, it really does become a lot easier and that's coming from someone who has fallen in and out of these habits. Like I said, when I first when I first got into health, I was super disciplined in my habits and then life kind of took me by storm and I kind of fell off track, but now I'm back on track and through this, I understand again that it's really hard to change. But I think what's really making it hard is the fear of the unknown. So we have to put ourselves in these uncomfortable positions to be able to change. Remember, the moment you want to quit is the moment you need to keep pushing. Embrace discomfort. Step number eight, transformation beyond the physical. 
The transformation that stems from consistent effort in physical, mental, or emotional realms all connect to each other down the line. Physical change often leads to a broader transformation. Once I had mastered the habit of working out, I naturally progressed into other areas of my life. What I've really realized is that a lot of people start with the physical and they want to change something like their body. And that's really where the seeds are planted to open up the doors to an immense amount of potential within the human body. For me, that was opening up the world of the mind, gratitude, and living a fulfilled life. I slowly started to practice gratitude every single morning and over time showing up every day. You become addicted to these positive changes and I think all you need to focus on is one thing in the beginning and everything will start to fall into place. You don't need to dive in and try and do mind, body, and soul work all at once when all of them are foreign to you. Pick one that you feel called to start working on and the others will naturally trick in when you are ready to take on more challenge. Throughout the process, give thanks to yourself and recognize that you are changing and showing up for yourself because every day that you show up for yourself, that builds your confidence because you're holding that promise to yourself. If you made it this far in this episode, I know you are absolutely somebody who is capable and eager to change. You are absolutely somebody who is capable and ready to step into the next version of themselves and ultimately continue down this path or up this path of evolving to our highest self. The cold truth is that discipline absolutely makes you more confident, stronger, happier, and more susceptible to good opportunities, people, energies, and more. The simple key to discipline is to practice those small daily habits that will get you to be the person you want to be. There is no shortcut. You have to show up every single day. Transformation begins with self-discipline and consistency. You are ready to evolve into your highest self. Focus on one area of change and nurture that daily. I can't express enough gratitude for your dedication to personally growing by learning through Reverse to Revamp and I invite you to stay tuned for more inspiring content. If you're here, I also encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. You can find other socials and additional resources related to self-discipline, transformation, and personal growth in the show notes. Be sure to give us a review on your podcast platform. Don't forget to follow, turn on those notifications because I will be here every single Thursday showing up for you guys and making sure you become the best version of yourself, living the healthiest, happiest life. If you need to reach the Reverse to Revamp show, you can email us at reverse to revamp at gmail.com. With that being said, I'll see you next week.